The ABC's Word Wizard, the Lord of Language. A word in your ear with Professor Raleigh Sussex. It's that time of the day, the ABC's Word Wizard, Raleigh Sussex, OAM, Emeritus Professor from the School of Languages and Cultures at the University of Queensland, is here willing and able to talk with you about words, language and linguistics. You're interested in Old English today. Why? Rather English about old. English about old. How we talk about old, because the word old is compromised. Oh, dear. Uh, It's part of ageism. I see. Remember, sexism is is discrimination against people on the ground of sex, Mm -hmm. unfortunately and very unfairly, mostly about women. And ageism is discrimination on the grounds of age. You know, we have a fabulous geropsychologist, Dr. Nancy Pahana, Mm -hmm. who joins us quite regularly from the Institute of Healthy Aging at UQ. Mm -hmm. And her whole thing about ageism is that it sort of, it takes hold in your 30s. And you have to address this internalized ageism. If if you have any hope, if we have any hope socially, uh, dealing with this problem that affects us all. Yes. Because age is... Inevitable, I'm told, Rolly. Uh, uh, I, I can tell despite, you, being, being considerably more advanced than you, yes, I can tell you But that. it starts when you start telling yourself you can't do something because it, you're too old for it. And That's as soon as you start thing. thinking like that, according to Dr. Nancy Pahana and all of the research, as soon as you start thinking like that, you're basically thinking yourself into an early grave, Rolly. So instead of saying, no, I can't, you say, yes, I can. And then you think about how you do it in a way that is, you know, maybe sensible. Which is why I've got an exercise machine to try and push it back. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you? Good on We won't you. go there. Oh, okay. But, but no, the, the, I think um, old is a kind of moving window. If you're five, yes. old is 15. Yep. If you're 15, old is 30. If you're 30, old is about 45. And it, as you move forward, mm. the old thing, you never, well, you, you try to put off the moment when you acknowledge that you are old. All right. Now, we aren't the only culture that does this. All of Western cultures do. I've got some good examples from East Asia where it's exactly the other way around. Right. Which we will come to. But I looked at Wikipedia and they have 119 words which are pejorative words relating to age. 119, of which 10 relate to, sorry, 16 relate to young people like whippersnapper and 103 relate to old age like codger and fuddy-duddy. So we've got lots and lots of words which uh, to talk about people who are advanced in years, and there's a euphemism. We've got hundreds of euphemisms to try and avoid saying old so that you don't have a, a, a ministry for the old. You have a council uh, of the ageing, which is, you know, ageing is a nice way of getting around it, uh, words like senior, elder, that's particularly among Aboriginal people, that's a very distinguished word. But elderly almost consigns you to, now, is it an old people's home or an assisted care facility? Mm. All right. And we, we tiptoe around these things extraordinarily much. Um, the, the old, the, the time, the absolute time of, of old is, according to some government department, 65 or when you retire. So I'm already well past that. But... Around 1900, the life expectancy in Australia was with 50 years, right? So that we've got more than the current, the current life expectancy is 84 for women and 81 for men. So old has been pushed and pushed and pushed as medicine and pharmacology and so on have helped us. Oh, yeah, 50 is the new 30, Rolly. Everybody knows that. Oh, good. In that case, <laughs> I'm only 50. <laughs> Right, but again, you, you, you need to think about these things because the word old, you know, he's five years old, 
That's just neutral. It just means of age. Yeah. But old by itself, oh, you can't expect too much of him. He's old. So unfair. Yeah. It's, so it, ridiculous. It is very unfair. Um, there are some good uses of old. Good old Brian. Mm. Now, if you said good Brian, that sounds a bit funny, actually. But yeah. good old, it almost uh, makes it affectionate and warm and, yeah. you know, and sincere. See, that's interesting. I'm going to bring in Gareth at Hamilton at this point because I reckon uh, when you put the word old in front of mate, it's sort of, I don't know, does it make it affectionate? Uh, you know, good old mate. Hey, old mate, look at old mate. Or not. And Gareth, your question for Rolly this afternoon relates to the way Australians use the word mate. So, mate, go ahead, <laughs> Gareth at Hamilton. Hi, Gareth. Thank you. Hi, hi there, Rolly. Um, hi, Kat. Hi. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I've been listening to you for, for a long, long time. Very, very impressed. And I wanted to ring up and ask this question. I moved to Australia about 2001, 2002. I was working in sports events at the time. And but I've got my I had my own business all the way through, and I sort of got learnt the experience over three or four or five years that whenever a sentence started with the word mate, it was going to be end up being a negative. So if I've been trying to pitch for some business, they'd go, mate, sorry, no, I can't quite do it this time. And I mentioned this just to my wife, who is born and bred Australian. She went, oh yeah, it's true, isn't it? And I thought it's, it's quite a peculiar one. It is. Um, I don't think it's entirely right. And by the way, mate, I, I've also heard in the East End of London. So it's possibly something that we've imported as well as picked up. Now, it depends a lot on the tone of voice. Let's say that, that someone has done something really good. Let's say they finished a job in two hours instead of 10 or something. You come in and say, mate, what a good job. And that is definitely positive. And it's not, you know, with, with that kind of tone of voice, mm -hmm. it's not going to be negative. Mm -hmm. But it, this, the one that you were giving us, Gary, sort of, mate, Mate, mm, soften the blow, kind it, of mate. Yes, sort of. There's some bad news coming. Would you like to sit down first, sort of thing? Um, I've got some other olds which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah, but just with with mate, uh, Gareth, what do you think about old mate as the expression? Have you heard that? Well, yeah, yeah, I have. And and then you know, you've got, whenever I say I've got some old mates, I'm going to meet up with. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Hey, just curiously, seeing as you know you are a speaker of English and uh, from the land of England, um, do you do you have any sense about the old English words that I alluded to earlier, lunting or groke? Do you know what either I of those do, mean? You do. I do, but I confess to um, having looked it up since hearing them. Oh when yeah. You first pronounce it. Okay. But anyway, I do have someone that grokes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. my, my stepson, who's quite a large lad, he um, he plays for Brothers Rugby Club, and he's um, you know, it's 125, 30 kilos or something, and he definitely grokes across the table when we're eating in the evening. <laughs> to silently watch someone while they are eating, hoping to be invited to join in to grok. That's brilliant, Gareth. And uh, and the other word, lunting, walking while smoking a pipe. There you go. It's mm. a bit of an ability, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Thank you. Gareth at Hamilton. Of course, Old English, the word old in that context, mm. Rolly, just describes the fact that these are English words from a long time ago. Yeah. Right? And, so and, it's a measure of time. Yeah. And so, and, and there are some other ones with old which are quite standard and definitely not pejorative. Things like the old lady of Threadneedle Street was a way of referring to the Bank of England. Uh, and of course, there's the Old Bailey, the law courts, and the Old Testament. All of which simply say this is something from That's previous old. previous eras. But or what whatever. you're interested in is the way that the word "old" can be used in a negative way exactly, to describe yes. humans. Linda at Sandgate says, "I'm 73, 
And I find being referred to as elderly extremely annoying and completely inappropriate. I hear you, Linda. What would you like instead? My name's Kat, Professor Rolly Sussex, with you talking about the language of ageing. Indeed. And I've got some, I've got some more. Um, I've got a lovely old Bentley. I mean, I wish I did. Um, and no, this is a car of a great age and lovely old. No, the positive word goes along with old and they sort of reinforce it very nicely. Um, but uh, think of, do you like VSOP brandy, for example? And do you know what VSOP means? Very few people do. B- B- I just thought it was a brand. What is it's it? It's not a brand. It's actually a description of a, of a quality and type. It's got to be a certain number of years old, I think, five. Hmm. Very special old pale. That's what they call it, VSOP, very VSOP special, very special old, old pale. pale. Yeah. And although brandy is basically a French invention, we've hmm. got an English word for it, and the VSOP is widely regarded. And that old, of course, is good. It yeah. means it's matured, it's not, not just out of the cask. I mean, sticking with that, you know, vintage in the context of wine is, is often You're positive. That's right. It? Good this vintage. Is, yes. Uh, well, th- this is a vintage Shiraz. Yeah. I mean, you're going, this, is, this is perhaps, you know, 8, 10, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Or vintage fashion, very fashionable now. Yes. Which means uh, basically secondhand. Certainly vintage cars, mm. you know, if you're an, uh, an aficionado of these things. But these, again, antique furniture. I don't think you have vintage furniture, but antique furniture. Uh, these are all ways of giving old a bit of polish. So could you describe, an, uh, I mean, would you like to be described as antique? Can you use those words to describe people, Rolly? I mean, it's Several people have described me as contempla- antique. Commenting on people's age, though, it's just a risky business generally it best is. avoided, isn't it? Well, isn't it? Uh, again, just the way we are now told, if gender is not relevant, don't refer to it. Yeah. So you don't say stewardess. You simply say, what, a, a cabin attendant, passenger comfort attendant or whatever staff, it is. Yeah. crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In other words, all of these things, fireys and ambos, which is a lovely Australian way of getting away from the problem of male, sorry, female fireman, you know, uh, the fireys are here, which means it's, it's either gender and we're great. But I'm afraid that in our culture, we have all of these ways of getting around saying the word old, uh, like uh, in your dotage, you know, a grizzled, no spring chicken, past your prime. Uh, senile and sandescent and, and over the hill. Now, all sorts of ways where you would suggest the idea with sometimes a, a small amount of, no, not so good. It always comes home to me when a friend of mine recently um, had the good fortune of falling pregnant past the age of 35 and was described as a geriatric pregnancy. Yes. And you hear the word geriatric a lot and it doesn't ever sound very nice. Or Jerry. Mm. Yeah, geriatric. Now, geriatric is, is the Greek word for, for old age, of course. Um, but there is one part of the world where old is good. Where? And this is Southeast Asia. Let's go. And it's all thanks to the philosopher called Confucius, who was a 5th century BC Chinese philosopher. He wrote a book called The Analect, which is Precepts for a, a Moral Life. Okay, And according to him, everybody respects the emperor, wives respect their husbands, children respect their parents. And so age is kind of built into this thing. And in Chinese, the word for old, which is lao, falling, rising, is a word of great respect. Now, in Chinese, the word for a teacher is shi, S-H-I with a level tone, shi. But the normal word for a teacher, the Chinese like putting two characters together to make a kind of modern version of it, is lao shi, lao shi, which means old teacher. And so I am addressed by my students in Chinese as Laosha Sussex, Laosha Sussex, which is venerable old teacher Sussex. I'll go with that. How distinguished. Yeah. Marcus at Bly Bly. G'day, old mate. Hey, 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 hey,
Oh, but good old fella. <laughs> Thanks, old cobber. It's a, we drop the D, don't we, Marcus? Oh, hey, cobber. I love that T O double B E R. Yeah, yes. bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just wanted to ask uh, Rolly and, um, and and you as well about old man. When I grew up, it was O. Apostrophe L-E, like old, uh, and yeah. not mm-hmm. O-L-D, mate. Mm. Yeah. Um, O-L-E is, or O-apostrophe, these are just abbreviations, and that's uh, uh, trying to imitate the way we say it. I, I, sus- I think that's also American. Oh, uh, O-L-E. That, that O-L-E, yes. But, but, but certainly, uh, and Cat's dead right, we do tend to leave out the D. No, yeah. Just my old mate. My old, old mate, my yeah. old mate, my old man. The old mate, yeah. But again... This is our, I know, my old mate, me old mate. Yeah. That, that's, that's really very positive and friendly, but it's made so because the words, other words than old, all right? Yeah. Word like mate is, is definitely a good one. Um, and um, I think, you know, you, if, if you're in the pub and someone gives $50 to, to the collector for Vinnie's who comes by, you might say, oh, you generous old bastard. And if you say you generous person, that sounds a bit, a bit sort of gluey. No, whereas generous old bastard, the old and the bastard balance each other out. Don't they? It's very Australian. You wouldn't you say that in England. If you say, say that someone in England is a bastard, I'll take you out the back of the pub and thump you. You're in strife. Yes. 25 past two on ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland. My name is Kat Feeney and you're with Professor Rolly Sussex having a word in your ear about language this afternoon. This conversation focuses fairly firmly on words that describe Age, like old. Can you think of a nicer alternative to old? Or maybe you're happy to be described as old. Maybe it does describe a sense of achievement. I mean, to to grow into old age, Rolly, is let's age is something with, with gracefully. You know, not everyone can or will, and so no, to no. to make it is kind of a, is a big deal. Morpheus at Cooper's Plains. Hi, Morpheus. Uh, you've had an observation around the news and how age is sometimes described. What what do you know? Yes. Good afternoon to you and all your listeners. Um, yeah, I just I can't I can't. I really can't stand it when they say you're 92 years young or they're 100 years young today. It's just like, you know, you're six years old, you're seven years old. So what age do you, are you suddenly young? Like, I, I swear, if I get to like 90 years old and I'm on the news, I'll tell them if, yeah, if you report me as 90 years young, I'm going to come over and, and still try to sort you out. I'll That's, make it. I'll make a I can't note. stand it. Because I, I do it often. I often do it. I, I Rather than say old, uh, past 50, I say young. It's a bit of a nod to, you know, the broader conversation around Softens ageism. Softens things a yeah, bit. Maybe, that's what I do. Maybe he says, congratulations on looking so well. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying, Morpheus. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Um, Gary at the Gap, uh, Span- the Spaniards, you think, have uh, come up with an interesting word for... Uh, for retirees, Gary, hello. What yes, hi, Kath. Hi, mm. Riley. Oh, well, I think they've got it right if it comes to labelling. In Spanish, a retiree is el jubilado, mm. uh, uh, spelt with a J. J-U-B, J-U-B, yeah. jubilation. And is, isn't that a great celebratory sort yeah. of connotation? And on retirement the whole idea? is jubilación, um, which is I'm, jubilation, yeah. I'm done, with, I'm done with work. I'm celebrating. I'm jubilant <laughs> over the thing. So... Uh, I think we should try a little bit harder and be a little bit more Espanol when it comes to describing Thanks uh, for reminding so-called me, yeah. old age. Because retirement really means, you know, in a battle, if you retire, you, you say, I can't fight anymore, and I give other people you know, the honour of winning or whatever, and I'm giving up. So retirement is a very 
uh, no, if you if you look at it a little bit, it's a very negative sort of word. Um, yes, I'm I'm, I'm yes. retired, but not retiring at the moment. Um, well, I'm a I'm, I choose to be a jubilado. Well, jubilado is I'll, I'll go with yes. And unfortunately, most people don't speak Spanish, but I, I agree with you. This is a, this is an honourable word. Um, in French, you you prend sa retraite, which means you take your retreat, which is even worse. You take your retreat. Yes. I don't, I don't like that very oh, that's much. That's grim, you know? isn't it? But, of course, it? you know, we're going from 50, 65 to 67 from mm. retiring age. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got to remember that in, in Bach's time, which is about the 17th century, about half your children would never get to the age of five. There were incredible mortality rates among the younger, which pulled the, the average age down, whereas getting, to, getting beyond 50 was actually quite something. Yeah. Oh, see, and then we talk to about middle age and what does that really mean oh. and, and the concepts of... Of, of, of as uh, as uh, Ray at Rutherglen in Victoria has so neatly observed on the text line. Hi, Ray. Ray says, "Well, look, how do you end up over the hill without reaching your peak?" Yeah, I like that. Yeah, very nice. But of course, it does imply that the peak is behind you. It's a bit like when I turned forty. They said it's all downhill from now on, oh. and I didn't know whether that meant it's easy going. You don't have to try so hard, or it's an uncontrollable rush until you hit the hit the ditch at the bottom. Hmm. Martin at Chelmer, you'd rather be called called old than elderly. Why, Martin? Hi. Well, it, it's funny, Kat. Uh, hello, Professor. As well, um, how many press reports lately, uh, media reports, refer to people? in their early 70s as early. There was a very sad case recently, I won't go into the detail, where a gentleman of 72 or 73 was continually referred to as an elderly gentleman. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I sort of scratch myself and think, goodness me, I'm, I'm you know, I, I guess it brings you down to a, to a degree. But I, I, it's just a, something I've observed in recent times. And, you know, I'm, I'm expecting elderly to possibly be Ten years older than that, possibly mm. good for my though, if it is. It's only an observation, and of course, the the one that comes to mind all the time is the biblical reference to three score years and ten. Yes, which is the 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 point in time. But uh, you know, I I do think in this day and age, because of advance in medical science, uh, et cetera, et cetera, the the ability for us all to, I think, a lot of us to be able to live longer due to all of those factors. Um, I've just finished a game of golf, which helps my course. That, that we possibly, at you know, when you're in your late sixties, early seventies, ain't necessarily elderly. No, uh, I hear you there. Elderly, I think, implies doddery mm. a bit. You know, sort of someone who infirm and yeah, infirm and all those other things weak. which go with it. Yeah, uh, there's a curious uh, person, a gentleman who lives in uh, in the United States, who's kind of uh, made millions of dollars in the Silicon Valley startup scene and he's now committed himself to a a study of one in terms of uh, ageing. He has a mission of wanting to live forever and he uploads all of the interesting things that he's doing. He's spent millions of dollars on this pursuit of immortality. Anyhow, one of the things that I noticed that he was interested in doing, which I don't believe is recommended by anyone in science ever, was um, blood transfusion from his son, his Mm. young son. Uh, So, you know, ask a phlebotomist about it the next time you're in for a test. But there is this obsession with youth, Rolly, and it's a real shame, I think, because it's... 
I don't think that wisdom necessarily comes with age, but it really can. And if we don't pay attention to that, we sort of miss out as a society, don't we? Yeah, and, and Confucius basically locked this down. It's a, it's a system of, of social values in, in China and Japan and Korea and Vietnam. Um, and uh, you know, people who are old have wisdom and are worth listening to rather than being regarded as of no further use or relevance, hmm. which is what we tend to do, I'm afraid. Um, you, you can actually rehabilitate a word. The word deaf, for example, was picked up and said, this is a, you know, a ableist, you can't call someone deaf. And the American Deaf Association said, no, we're going to identify this, put a great big D in front of it, that's our identity so that it becomes not a pejorative word, but yeah. a statement of what you like. Yeah. Uh, I, I will do the same with old. Uh, yeah, I like that. It's, by the way, Donald Aspley uh, relates it that in his experience, the, the term old mate uh, is used to, to refer to someone who's a bit dodgy. Don, thank you. Can be, yes. Uh, Richard at Cooparoo on the text line says, uh, Kat, my daughter calls my wife and myself the crusties. <laughs> my grandson now calls my wife the crusty and me the older crusty. Richard, thank you. Yeah, if you like bread rolls. On your like own that. terms, on your own terms. Uh, and Lisa at Brisbane, just picking up on a, on a point I think you referred to earlier, Rolly, um, describes uh, the way in which uh, Indigenous Australians might show respect for uh, the more mature members of their communities by referring them, referring to them as elders or uncle or auntie. Mm-hmm which are, I think they've got special values in an Indigenous context, and it's rather nice. Hmm. Jim at Tanamera reckons as an 80-year-old, elderly is anyone older than him? Absolutely. And at 25 minutes to three, Rolly, it's nearly time for your last word. You want it? Oh, well, if you've got it. Of course I do. Dorothy Sayers, no less. Every great man has a woman behind him. And every great woman has some man in front of her tripping her, tripping her up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Rolly. Okay. A pleasure and a privilege as ever. Professor Rolly Sussex, your Lord of Language on ABC Radio, Brisbane and Queensland every Thursday afternoon. Just remember, Thursdays are words days. You've been listening to A Word in Your Ear, a podcast from ABC Radio Brisbane. For more information, head to abc.net.au slash Brisbane.